seeing somebody to love her rendition that iconic movie which came out in 2004 i was a freshman in high school i can't even believe it it's been that long but it's nonetheless a spectacular movie but um anyways good morning everybody happy thursday thirsty thursdays andrew the mistress of pop culture coming at you i hope you are all having a great great productive week um I myself am. I didn't put out an episode yesterday because of everything going on in the world, and I think you know to what I am referring. And we officially have a president that is a now a two-time impeachmenter, impeach, impeach on the receiving end of being impeached. He's a a two-time in, impeachmenter, impeacher, a receiver of an impeachment. Anyways, I'm not going to talk about that. Well, it is our last story of the day because I have four great stories for you guys. But anyways, I was glued to the TV, pretty much watching the hearings all Wednesday. And just on my phone, on social media, on TikTok, on YouTube, and everything, watching every single show cover, news outlet covering, you know, what's going on in the world, because it's crazy what's happening. Nonetheless, he deserves it. But I have four great stories for you guys today. Um, I'm also speaking a little bit softly because it's really early in the morning here, and although I do have a little studio in my apartment, in my apartment, in my apartment where I record, um... I don't want to wake up my neighbors, even though I, like, want to scream and shout. But, you know, you make me want to scream, you make me want to shout, like that song. But, anyways, um, the reason why I decided to start off this particular episode with Somebody to Love from Ella Enchanted is because one of her stories has to do with Anne Hathaway. And I actually don't know if I've ever talked about our queen, Miss Hathaway, on this podcast. So, I think this is our inaugural Anne Hathaway welcome to the Mistress of Pop Culture, which is so thrilling because she's one of my all-time favorite actresses. Although, you know what, I might have talked about her when the movie The Witches came out on HBO Max earlier this year. <clears throat> Excuse me. And to me, I, I thought that was an iconic movie. And But, you know, anyways. But aside from that, not much is new. Uh, you know, just been doing some work, spending time with my dog, watching more Sopranos. Oh, before I, you know, get into our first story of the day. So, you know, when I go run errands and stuff, I have to go to the market um, or just go for a walk or something to get some fresh air. I leave my dog here, but I never want to leave my dog. First of all, I always leave the lights on, even when it's daytime. I, like, you know, want to make sure my dog has light. And I leave the TV on because I want him to watch TV. My dog loves TV, and whenever I watch a movie or something, he's always in my lap, nuzzled up watching with me or sleeping through it. So yesterday I left Wally on for him, and I love Wally, and he loved it too. And, I mean, I know dogs can't talk, but literally I know he loved it because his taste in movies is obviously my taste in movies. So he loves Disney movies, naturally. Disney Plus. So today he watched Cinderella 1, 
2 and Cinderella 3, A Twist in Time, which is, like, literally iconic because the stepmother, who is Lady Tremaine, who was always, like, really evil and scary when I was a young kid, is actually an icon, and she's, like, kind of a queen, even though she's, like, really warped and twisted in the head, um... And I love the two stepsisters. They're so funny. And just if you're a young listener to the Mistress of Bob culture, then, well, hello. And second of all, um, Cinderella 1, 2, and 3 are, like, iconic. So get into it. But anyways, enough of that. Um, Let's get into our stories of the day because they are four really good ones. And I want to get to the last one ASAP. (laughs) So without further ado, here's our first story. Now... A first story from E! News, Army Hammer breaks silence on, quote, vicious claims amid Instagram message scandal. So, I don't know if you've been following the story, but pretty much Army Hammer is in a little bit of hot water because of some allegations of some uh, leaked texts or messages, Instagram messages with him and another participant where he was expressing, um, you know, kind of like a sexual fantasy type thing, uh, but it's pretty graphic, and uh, you know, I'm I don't want to give exact detailings because you know I could have younger listeners, but it's pretty uh, mature content and wording. But let's read the story, and then we'll of course dissect as we always do here. Again, this is from Young Line. Army Hammer is speaking out on Wednesday, January thirteenth. The Rebecca actor broke a silence about an ongoing social media scandal in which he's been accused of sending unverified private messages that include mention of sexual acts and other fantasies. The 34-year-old star also revealed that he will no longer co-star alongside Jennifer Lopez in the upcoming film Shotgun Wedding. Quote, I'm not responding to these BS claims, but in light of the vicious and spurious online attacks against me, I cannot in good conscience now leave my children for four months to shoot a film in the Dominican Republic, Army tells E! News in a statement. Quote, Lionsgate is supporting me in this, and I'm grateful to them for that. A production spokesperson for Shotgun Wedding adds in a separate statement, quote, Given the intimate start of the Shotgun Wedding, Army has requested to step away from the film, and we support him in his decision. JLo has yet to publicly comment on Army's departure. According to Deadline, the Hollywood stars were slated to play a couple who plans the ultimate destination wedding. However, their trip takes a turn for the worse. Oh, that sounds like a great movie. Plus, Army Hammer is so handsome. And JLo is like a mega triple threat. So, I mean, Selena, one of my favorite movies ever. And Made in Manhattan, too. Um, this marks the first time Army has publicly addressed the scandal surrounding the alleged Instagram messages. Over the weekend, the Call Me By Your Name actor was accused of sending inappropriate messages to several unidentified people. Quote, you know what, I'm actually not going to read the messages because, again, they're really inappropriate. But if you want to read them, they're online, they're on e-online. Um, but they're pretty graphic and sort of what one would maybe deem a fantasy of some sorts. Uh, the continue, uh, the article continues, quote, not quote, sorry. E News has not confirmed the authenticity of the messages following the news. Social media user at House of Effie, who claimed they received several private messages from Army, later said their original posts were fake. Okay, okay, I admit it's all fake. The user shared on Sunday, January 10th. But it was funny, wasn't it? However, on Monday, January 11th, House of Fire backtracked and claimed the original posts were real. They said, quote, crazy fans went so far as to fake a DM by me. Furthermore, Jessica... Uh, see, Jessica Henriquez, who was spotted with the Army back in September 2020, stated that she stood in solidarity with those coming forward, saying she believed the alleged DMs from that individual are real in a message to her Twitter account, which has since been made private. Jessica wrote, quote, I'm seeing a lot of posts going around about how I am a man-hater, and I would just like to clarify, yes, I love women, I respect women, I stand by women, and I hate men who don't. Um... Army's controversy comes almost six months after he and Elizabeth Chambers decided to call it quits after 10 years of marriage. Okay, I have many thoughts about this, and my first one is this. If 
I think any party of any relationship, albeit famous or not, who reveals intimate messages between you and said party to the world is a terrible, terrible thing. And I know celebrities, you know, people want clout and they chase clout. And yeah, oh my God, like Paris Hilton liked my post or Kim K, you know, liked my comment. Like, that's awesome. Like, definitely share that. But if a celebrity and you are DMing, it's just, that's private, you know? And celebrities are people too. And I think it's really inappropriate to, you know, share that for the world. Also, you know, to get media press coverage. I think that's horrible. Also, it could ruin somebody's life. So, you know, be wary of that. Um, I also have to say, you know, even though I don't necessarily see things the way Army Hammer does in terms of personal interests and whatnot, everybody has their own interests, everybody has their own unique, you know, tastes and fantasies, so that's his, I guess. But, um, to sort of vilify him and, and just make his personal messages to you public just makes you look bad and... I don't know. Um, it's not a guy-gal thing. It's not a sexist thing. I'm just on his side here because for him to have to step away from a job, um, even though he is a movie star, it's just just because of like crap that's going on online is not right. And this person, I think, should be ashamed for publicly, you know, he he didn't hurt you. I mean, unless he physically hurt, hurt you or threatened you via message, then I think, you know, what are you doing this for? It's never right to like cancel someone and I don't even consider it a cancel culture but you know you know what I'm talking about cancel culture and like messages getting out could lead to uh, what the kids are referring to as cancel culture and everything and I just don't think that you know he wants to be a part of this narrative and I think again I said what I said basically something should remain private okay second story of the day is a little bit of a continuation of what we've been talking about the really exciting sex in the city reboot this is from page six Candace Bushnell says sex in the city reboot will work without Kim Cattrall interesting um, Sex and the City author Candace Bushnell tells Page Six that she thinks its recently announced reboot will work just fine without Kim Cattrall, in spite of the widespread doubts of its fans. I mean, I take this woman's word because she's, of course, the author. Cattrall co-starred in all six seasons of the original HBO smash hit TV show in both its movie adaptations, but amid an ugly public feud with co-star SJP, Sarah Jessica Parker, she said she won't take part in the upcoming HBO Max revamp, which was officially announced on Sunday, page six, first reported December in December that the show was in the works. Critics and fans have fretted that the show won't click without Cottrell's lovably lush character, Samantha. A typical social media reaction came from a Twitter user uh, going by Rebecca Hurd, who wrote, quote, Sex in the City, doing a new series without Samantha is like Destiny's Child making a comeback without Beyonce. But... Bushnell, who wrote the 1994 novel upon which the show is based, tells us that the angst is unwarranted. Quote, you know what? I think it's fine. Kim is a grown woman. She is 64. She's made a decision that I'm sure she has 10 very good reasons for, and I respect her for that. She told us, I also think it will be interesting, but I also know there's a lot of interesting characters like Cynthia Nixon's Miranda. We're all Miranda's. Miranda's an interesting character, but I don't know what they're going to do. Um, Kim should be happy, and I think she is happy. I think that her character, Samantha, is always going to be an inspiration to them, she added. So somehow, I imagine she'll be there in spirit, and as an inspiration that gives them a chance of exploring sexuality with different characters without Samantha hogging the spotlight. She also said that the Reboots team of award-winning writers would come up with plenty of ideas to make up for Cottrell's absence. I believe that, too. As far back as 2017, Cottrell's made it clear that she is no longer interested in working with Parker. When Pierce Morgan asked her in an interview that year if she considered working on a planned 
Um, on a planned third Sex and the City movie, she said that her decision to pass wasn't about salary demands or contracts, but that, quote, this is really where I take the task of people from Sex and the City, and specifically Sarah Jessica Parker, and that I think she could have been nicer. When Parker, after, offered her condolences to Cottrell back in 2018 after her brother Chris passed away, Cottrell responded by tweeting, quote, my mom asked me today, quote, when will that at Sarah Jessica Parker, that hypocrite, leave you alone? Your continuous reaching out is a painful reminder of how cruel you really were then and now. Let me make this very clear, if I haven't already. You are not my family. You are not my friend. So I'm writing, writing to tell you one last time to stop exploiting our tragedy in order to restore your nice girl persona. Um, Parker, however, has been somewhat more mm, tamed about what she said when a fan wrote on Parker's Instagram that they would miss Kim slash Samantha and the reboot, Parker replied, we will too. We loved her so. I mean, there's three sides to every story. Kim's side, Sarah's side, and the truth. So I, it'll be one of the great mysteries of life alongside what happened in the elevator with Beyonce, Solange, and Jay-Z. I just don't think anyone will ever know. But um, I think that Michael Patrick King, who is an incredible writer, who, you know, you guys know I'm obsessed with the comeback of Lisa Goudreau, I think he'll come up with something great. And, um... I am very much looking forward to uh, what is to come with the new iteration of the show and the ladies in their 50s and, you know, New York City at a new point in life. I wonder if they're going to incorporate COVID. I just, I, I'm very curious, you know, I'm very, very curious. Okay, fourth story of the day. Uh, the reason why I started today's episode off with, can anybody? Ella enchanted herself from San Hathaway. This is from E! News. Anne Hathaway says she wants to be called, quote, anything but her own name. Very interesting. You know the actress from The Devil Wears Prada and Les Mis? Well, she's a very strange request. Don't call her by her name. You see, Anne Hathaway decided to, quote, spill the tea, as she said to Jimmy Fallon on January 12th. She revealed that throughout her career, fans have harmlessly called her Anne, not realizing there's only one person in her real life that actually calls her that. Quote, the only person who ever calls me Anne is my mother. <laughs> and she does that only when she's really mad at me. Like, really mad, Anne Hathaway, 38 share. Quote, so every time I step out in public and someone calls my name, I think they're going to yell at me. So why isn't she just known as Annie? Well, the Oscar winner explained that when she was filming a commercial at age 14, she had to give, excuse me, she had to get her official SAG card for the screen, for SAG, Screen Actors Guild. Quote, they asked me, what do you want your name to be? She recalled on The Tonight Show. And I was like, well, it should be my name. My name's Anne Hathaway. The Witch's star continued, that's such a star's name, Anne Hathaway. Like, it's just like Jennifer Lawrence, like Meryl Streep, like such a name of a star. And she's a star. The Witch's star continued, quote, so that seemed like the right choice, but it never occurred to me that for the rest of my life, people will call me Anne. Talk about regret. Um, now she says everyone should, quote, feel free to call her by her endearing nickname instead of the more proper Anne. People are so lovely. They don't want to be presumptuous. And so I think they come up with workarounds on set because the truth is nobody's comfortable calling me Anne ever. It doesn't fit. I'm an Annie, she wrote, She went on. Quote, people call me Miss H, people call me Hath, so feel free, call me anything but Anne. Um, I would call her um, Princess Mia. Or, oh my god, this is of course what E wrote. Or if you're like us, us as an E, you can just call her Amelia Mignonette Thermop Thermopolis Rinaldi, Princess of Genovia. Watch a Royal Highness late night clip above. Okay, the uh, late night clip is of course on E Online. I just adore Anne Hathaway. I love her so much. I, she's always and forever for me going to be Princess of Genovia um, or Ella Enchanted. But um, I totally understand why she like doesn't want me called Anne. But I love the name Anne. She like is such an Anne. Ugh, I just would love to be in a film with Anne Hathaway. I just want to meet her. Or she's gonna be what was her character's name in the Devil Wears Prada? Oh, Andy, Andy Sachs. Hmm. 
love it. Um, now, I was obviously going to talk a little bit our well, my final story was obviously going to be about what's going on in the world. And that is, of course, um, you know, the uh, House impeaches Trump for incitement of insurrection as our fourth story. Um, so I'm just going to briefly talk about it. I'm not really going to give my opinion. I mean, you guys know how I feel politically. Um, I obviously voted for President-elect Biden and Queen VP, Madam Vice President, first ever, uh, Ms. Kamala Harris. But, you know, obviously Trump was... Um, <laughs> I was going to say evicted, but he was, what is the word? Oh, impeached for the second time ever. I mean, the, you know, like historically, I think it's the first time that a president's ever been impeached twice. Not surprising. Um, but it is very worrisome because of the white supremacy that's going on in this country and the fact that he has legions and legions of um, crazy lunatic followers. Um, like a former friend of mine who I'm not friends with anymore, but I'm not going to go to that. But anyways, this is from CNN. The House voted Wednesday to impeach President Donald Trump for a second time in a swift and bipartisan condemnation of the president's role inciting last week's riot at the U.S. Capitol. The House voted 232 to 197 to impeach Trump exactly one week after rioters forced lawmakers to flee from the very chamber in which they cast ballots in the fourth presidential impeachment in U.S. history. It's the first time a president has been impeached twice. Ten Republicans, including House Number 3 Republican Liz Cheney of Wyoming, Dick Cheney's wife, I think, joined all Democrats to impeach Trump for incitement of insurrection. While impeachment won't force Trump from office, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has said Trump won't face his trial until after President-elect Joe Biden is sworn in next week. Woohoo! Uh, the vote was visceral. Was a visceral response from lawmakers in both parties furious at Trump after a deadly pro-Trump mob overran Capitol Police, ransacked the U.S. Capitol, and put the lives of Vice President Mike Pence and lawmakers in danger last week. Quote, we know the president, the president of the United States, incited this insurrection, this armed rebellion against our common country. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, a.k.a. the Queen, um, said in the House floor ahead of the vote, he must go. He is a clear and present danger to the nation that we all love. As he is, and um, it's just time. I mean, this has been a really tough four years for a lot of people. Um, but you all know what happened, and if you have a heart and soul like I do, and a lot of my friends and family do, then you'll understand that, unfortunately, if you wasted, if you voted for him, President Trump, then you pretty much wasted your vote because, well, you lost, but, you know, he's a bad man. He's a bad man. Okay, everybody, on that note, uh, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, I hope you all have a great Thursday. Uh, and you're staying healthy and safe. You can stream my podcast and Mr. Pop Culture on Google Podcasts, Apple, Spotify, um, Castbox, iTunes, the podcast app on the iPhone, basically anywhere where podcasts are hosted and housed. Um, I thank you so much, as always, for listening. I express my internal gratitude. I love doing this, and this brings me a lot of joy in a world full of chaos. And um, I will be back with you all tomorrow, Friday, for some more stories and another week. All right, everybody, take care. Chat soon. Bye bye.